What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 149 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkins. Sup, dude? Not a whole lot. Uh, we got a bunch of event data to talk about. Not only do we have San Diego regionals to talk about, we had 104 people for the Rumble on Saturday. So we got actual, like, usable data from that, which is awesome um so we're gonna we're gonna probably speed run through as much data as we possibly can and talk about what seemed to work and what didn't yeah 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 yeah. so um i know i i didn't get to watch uh anything because my work schedule also don dozo is trending on twitter <laughs> when isn't don dozo trending on twitter that's a, that's it's easier to ask when it's not than when it is because it's Don Dozo and Twitter. That's just how yeah, it works. Don Dozo and Play Pokemon are both trending on Twitter. Well, good. Which is, which is really sick to hear because, you know, San Diego was very popular. Um, yeah. It was, it was a very, very uh, good event once all the hiccups got, like, knocked out. Yeah, that was kind of the uh, the big issue. Is just like broadcast had some hiccups at the start there. I think mm-hmm. round three, uh, they had to restart the game like three, three or, four, or times. four times. Yeah. Um, but they finally got it going, and once it got going, it kind of just smoothed out. Um, people are going to blame. Oh, the game's buggy. No, I think part of the reason they were having issues it it was the first coverage game, mm-hmm. and it may have worked in like the testing run-ups to round three coverage, but they have a new system where they have like these screens on a wire and they got like a coax cable hooked up so they can capture the input and all that jazz. And I think it was more the setup on how they were catching and recording the capture rather than trying than what they were doing with the uh, actual switches and connection. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think, all things considered, I think it was literally just a hiccup of, like, them trying to get this up and going. This is the first time they've ever had it, like, in this game. Like, th- there's a lot of things that, like, kind of just went wrong all at once. Um, and, like, obviously, I don't want to be that guy, but, like, obviously this is very unacceptable for, like, a game to come out in this condition, blah, 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 all that stuff, whatever. But, like, from a viewer's perspective, it does kind of suck. It's just like, man, I'm really excited for this. One hour later. All right, cool. The game's finally starting. Um, like, it, it sucks. It, it really like said, does. It, like, Once they got through that first round, I don't think they had too many hiccups after that. It was just, not that I know of. Like it was following, just following that Discord first and one set this up. weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they were playing via Union Circle. The way the way they pair you now, instead of having the land docks that all are wired up and hooked up and are are pro- probably not the best like option in terms of like switch gameplay because you can just Bluetooth connect with each other via link code. Mm-hmm. in all your games even on sword and shield you could do it that way uh but without a, this game didn't have a land mode there's no land mode like in the game it's just bluetooth or wireless and what the way it works now is like you'll go and join a union circle and then you'll battle each other you'll challenge each other to a battle and i think 
it was just a lot of that getting back and forth is what caused a lot of errors. Um, I know yep. we had our fair share of, of communication errors in the Rumble. Um, the servers, when, when you get a lot of people playing, it can cause problems. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and a lot of the codes that we were seeing on screen were just like bad internet connection. Slow internet connection. And that's what those codes were. And so it's just like, how much of this is actually the game's problem and how much of this is just being under-equipped for a, an event of this size? Yep. yep. Uh, I, I fully agree. I believe this is the first 500-plus event person event since Dallas 2020. Did none of the... 22 events hit that no, high? No, nobody hit that high because they capped most of them before that. Oh, that is true. Because, you know, of course, you know, we didn't have any in all of, like, the rest of 2020, all of 2021. And then, you know, those big caps for 22. Um, did San Diego hit cap? Uh, I believe so. Like, should I be concerned about not getting into Knoxville? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to hear that, Carl. I really don't know. I mean, like, I'm going to do everything in my power to, like, try to get in, obviously. Yeah. Um, And if, if something goes bad, then, well, I guess I'm not going to, to Knoxville for Pokemon. <laughs> I'm still nope. probably going to go, but... <laughs> you, I don't know what you'll do that weekend. Go hang out with Jay. <laughs> that, well, what if he's it. playing Pokemon? I'll go and explore the town the two days he's playing Pokemon. What if he didn't get to go get signed up and he's like you? I'd be sad. Yeah. And me and him would figure something else out. Because uh, <laughs> here's the thing. We both have that week off. So, yeah. <laughs> like, our plan as of now is to just go hang out in Knoxville for a week. Um, I probably am just going to stay home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as much fun as it would be to go play, uh, we also don't know what the format's going to be yet because uh, OCIC is going to be format in Series 1, um, which that means Orlando's format is kind of up in the air because uh, the Oceania IC is after Orlando, which Orlando... So, from, from my understanding, the only reason Oceania is running Series 1 is is because it was announced forever ago. Um, that, that is so true. Like, and I've been telling people that a while, and that, that's so part of it probably. I definitely do think it is very safe to assume that Orlando and Knoxville are going to be Series 2. Yeah. Um, I see no reason for that to not be the case. Um, which people are like, oh, we did, we got Series 1 for two months. I'm like, we didn't even get to play events on Series 1 in Sword and Shield. That wasn't uh -huh. a thing. We didn't even get to do that. We we immediately started on series two. So it, yeah. that that shows you how long ago it was, and just like people talking about it, it's like we didn't even get to play series one. Series one wasn't even a format for competitive play. It yep. was it was whatever the ladder was at the time. Oh, here's series two. That's what we'll be playing competitive on. Yep. Um. They, I, I would expect them to just stick to, hey, Series 2 is what is going to be legal on ladder. That is the rule set we're going to roll with. Go with that. Um, 
I, I, I would imagine Series 2, especially by Knoxville. Knoxville is late February, almost March. So I would definitely expect Knoxville to be Series 2. Orlando is kind of just the one in question. Yep. Okay. And like, I think I think it'll be fine if it's Series 2. Like, I, yeah. I think it'll just be fine. Like, it's, it's no different than... Um, like magic having events of the like weekends, like weekend event, like weekend, weekend release releases. weekend events. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, I I really struggled to think. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's no different than a TCG having weekend release events. Like, yep, it is what it is. They have um, uh, that's, that's those are always the most fun events too, usually because everything's up in the air. Like, there's no set meta, there's no, like, you can test all you want, but you have no clue what actually is going to be good. And for some people, that's a problem. Uh, for me, I think that's really, really cool. Um, it really shows off people's creativities, which, again, people complain about formats being stale, formats being not creative, but then they complain about, oh, the format's changing right before this event. And I'm like, that's the perfect opportunity for you to be creative, to play what you want, because you'll be able to catch people off guard if you have something that is consistent. So here's here's a, here's a thing for you. There's a new Pokemon set that releases the 20th. Uh -huh. The first event that's going to have, like, if the first regional that's going to have it legal is Orlando. People are going to be able to play with this set in a shorter amount of time than we have access to series two rules. Yeah. Like we, we thanks to like, uh, <laughs> the way news works is we, we know series two is paradox Pokemon added to the format. Yep. Like we got lucky. <laughs> we have access to that <laughs> ahead of time. So yeah. It, it's it, like, it is what it is. You know, it obviously this is a thing that we are fortunate enough to be able to do and like be able to work on and everything. But you know, we also can go ahead and build every, anything we want to now. Yeah. These CCG players, they have to wait until their stuff actually comes out. Yeah. Like. <laughs> they have to wait till the product releases. Uh, they have yep. to either buy packages of the cards or buy singles and hope that the people can find singles in time for them. Um, so. Yep, 100%. I, I really... I'm excited for Series 2. We'll talk about Paradox Pokemon more next week when we do our little tier list episode for that. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be a little bit more of an in-depth look at what Series 2 is going to be. Uh, there's some really cool things that'll come out of it because we don't really... We, we see a lot of rain teams right now uh, and not so much Torkoal. That'll flip-flop here once Paradox Pokemon are added because things like Roaring Moon... And Fluttermane are really, really good. I'm excited to talk about all that stuff. But that's next week. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, San Diego Top 16. Um, Evan and the crew over at VGC Pastes put together this awesome graphic that you see on screen right now if you're watching the video. Um, shout out to Jisok Lee. Uh, for winning San Diego Regionals with their very cool uh, Mimi Bax team, I guess is what we're calling this. Mimi Bax, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This team is so cool. Yeah, I like this. I like this team a lot. Um, 
in my deep dive, I mentioned that, hey, you should look out for these good stuff teams, these teams mm-hmm. that are playing Baxcalibur, these teams that are playing these not-so-common Pokemon that are just bulky and hard to, like, break a lot of the time. And um, the, the team I used, for example, had loaded dice Baxcalibur as the example. And from what I'm hearing, that came up huge in the finals. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so this is Garganachi. Garganical. Baxcalibur, Mimikyu, Water Tauros, Meowskarata, Goldenko. So is this how they present the... Uh, I believe for regionals, this is how it works, yes. Okay, this is really hot. The fact that, like, it eliminates the language barrier by just saying, yeah, here's every supported language. That's that's (laughs) nice. That was one of the big worries um, Mm -hmm. when we were talking about open team sheets. It's just like, how are we just going to get handwritten, like, team sheets passed around? No. When you send your team sheet in, they take it, they read it, they check it, they submit it, and then they hand you this at a team meeting and at player meeting and this is great so you saw um the gargarnacle was really cool um felt very standard for gargarnacle outside of the terra type i've seen a lot of weird terra types like terra ghost um terra ghost i think is probably the most common one um notably we also don't have iron defense or body press and instead, we have White Guard and Protect. Um, having Protect on Gargar- uh, Gargonical is not all that common, but, like, it makes sense having access to, like, lefties and stuff. Um, yeah. Because, like, the, the argument there is, like, you don't need it because you also have Recover. So, like, you can take a hit, click Recover, and, like, stall out your opponent that way while they, you know, get KO'd to your Salt Cure. Um, White Guard, I do think, is some really, really good tech. That, like, I think is super underrated and I think has been something that, like, I think Wide Guard is also a big reason of, like, why Pelipper did well. Yeah, uh, that that's a big thing of why Pelipper has been doing well is, like, it has access to that Wide Guard. Same thing with, like, mm-hmm. Armor Rouge kind of doing it. That similar thing where it just has access mm-hmm. to Wide Guard can be annoying. Uh, Hariyama's in that same boat. Uh, we see it a couple times here. We see it once in the top 16 for sure. I believe there's a second one in the top 32. Um, I'm trying to think of any other Pokemon that had access to Wide Guard in this event. Uh, the one that comes to mind to look at is... Um, Glamora? Does Glamora mm-hmm. get access to Wide Guard? That I do not know. I can it, tell you if you give it, me two This seconds. one wasn't, but... Uh, this one was definitely not that. It was Choice Specs with a Power Bomb, Sludge Bomb, Earth Power, Dazzling Gleam set, which is really cool. Um, but anywho, it does not. Okay, which is weird. It's just like you're looking at all the Rock type Pokemon, <laughs> just like so. Looking looking at notable Wide Guard users uh, that we haven't mentioned, there's Flamigo, Gallade. Gallade was a big one early in the format. It's kind of fallen off now. That That's really it. It's like those two, Hariyama, Pelipper, Garganoctal, and Armor Rouge. Yeah. I said Garganoctal so, like, incorrectly for so wrong, it feels weird to say it correctly. <laughs> Ow. I hurt. I hiccup hurt. <laughs> Oof. 
this is this is really cool. I'm I'm very excited to uh, go over like just to have access to this player's data and be able to look at it in my free time. Yeah. Um, Jisok Lee played against who was it? Uh, Chupa, Chupa Cross. I was to say it was the, Chupa. Yeah. Yeah. Chupa brought Don Dozo uh, with the stretchy yellow, Tatsugiri. Yellow Tatsu. Which is something we hadn't seen a whole lot of until San Diego. We saw a little bit of it here and there on ladder, but it hadn't really taken off yet. And now that we have these like stally, long, drawn out uh, Dondozos with like the orange one and fissure and things like that. It's kind of interesting to see that, hey, we could also just play the stretchy one and go fast. So what's actually really interesting about this is I really like the addition of Palmot on this team. I think Palmot is super, super cool. See, I have been on the Palmot hype train for a while on these Dondozo teams. It was literally the first Pokemon I built a team with. So, like, I understand. Um, One of the coolest things about Palmot is you just get to answer Murkrow and Talonflame cleanly with double shock most of them can't take that hit unless they have focus sash mm-hmm. um on top of Which, that you have access to fake out so you're just a very good um counter to those priority tailwind pokemon you're just like right you you're you're right you that can actually do some major damage yeah um and then to top with it revival off, blessing <laughs> you have revival blessing to essentially have a second shot at Dondozo if your team is set up to do so. Which is so cool. Imagine KOing Dondozo and then you just pull out the Uno reverse card and be like, no. No. It's coming back. <laughs> I also, um, I don't know if I like it or not, but this team has one protect on it. Yeah, that's a little sketchy. Especially in the way this format is going, I think Protect is very important. Granted, we have two choice items and a salt vest. So, like, if this is where it's going, then, you know, but I don't know, man. It's a weird one. Like, we have... Obviously, obviously, you know, they played exceptionally well to make it to the finals of a regional, but... Yeah. Man... Um, there were essentially two copies of this team playing five of the same Pokemon, but they had different fire types. Uh, in Top Cut? Yes. Um, Chupa Cross and then Zach Carlson. Carlson had Talonflame, Chupa had Arcanine. Oh. Interestingly, uh, Pangy also top 32'd with Palmot. He Say, was playing Pengi, Iron Pengi's Fist. Yeah. No, he, he top 32'd, unfortunately, yeah. instead of, you know, top 16 to make it on the graphic. But, um, yeah. Iron Fist, Revival Blessing, Fake Out, Mock Punch, Double Shock. Does Double Shock get boosted by Iron Fist? It doesn't, right? I don't think it does, no. Okay. Ooh, AV Scizor. 
Murkrow Mousehold. Ghost Mousehold is sick. That's kind of become the common mousehold, in my with, opinion. Without Population Bomb. That's also kind of started <laughs> to happen. We've seen that happen a little bit as these mousehold become more supporty. Um, population Bomb is less of a, of a need when you're just playing Protect, Follow Me, Encore, Beat Up, all that stuff. Yeah, he, he has it next to Annihilate, so like Beat Up into Annihilate is just good enough. Yeah. This is cool. I'm a, I'm a fan of that team, too. Um, there was one other that I really wanted to look at. Oh, I want to look at the, the Dreadnought team. Aaron Brock? Aaron Brock, who I believe finished top eight. Um, was it top eight or top four? I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> so, this is, like, Rain Room... Yeah, because, that's essentially what it is, yeah. Rain Room. Uh, we have Farigaraf, King Gambit, Hariyama as, like, our slow mode. And then we have Pelipper, Dreadnought, and Miascarada for, like, our fast mode. Uh, safety Goggles, Farigaraf, Armor cool. Tail, uh, Fairy Type, Grass, Overgrow, Focus Ash, Miascarada. Standard stuff there. Flying Defiant, AV, King Gambit. That's pretty Flying's, standard, too. Flying's an interesting type. I think I like it. So, resist, the idea you is... You resist fighting, you're immune to ground. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Is you resist yep. the fighting type, super effective, that would be going into you. You resist ground earthquake from Garchomp. Um, you have Assault Vest to be bulky. Uh, you'll eat a Rock Slide from Garchomp very easily. So... The idea here with Gat King Gambit is just like, I'm anti-intimidate for my Meowskarada, Dreadnought, Hariyama, but I'm also just like consistent damage across the board because I have a base 130 plus attack. Um, Life Orb, Grass, Dreadnought. Seems fine. Like you're four times weak to grass, just Terra into grass to resist grass. Makes sense. Protect, Liquidation, Rock Slide, Terra Blast. Yep. <laughs> Seems about as standard as you're going to get for Dreadnought. So here's here's the thing about, like, Grass Dreadnought. Because of Terra Blast, it's actually a pretty okay answer into Dondozo. Yeah. Because it, it still does damage based on their special defense, which is Dondozo's, like, weak point. So, like, you uh, get to have... No, won't. Yes, it does Terra Blast changes to whatever attack type is better is was their I, highest? I thought it uses whichever attack stat is higher. I thought it was a special move that could use your attack. No, no, no. It changes to whatever. It changes physical or special based on your stats. Well, that's really disappointing. That's not how I thought this worked. Yeah, it's Terra Blast will become a physical attack if your attack stat is higher. Huh. It is not Photon Geyser. Yeah, I, I thought this was like Psyshock. No. No, huh. no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's closely related to how Photon Geyser will check whichever attack mm -hmm. or special attack is higher and use that and still be a special move. Uh, this is not how that works. In, my, in, in the way everything has been described to me, that is not how this works. 
Yep, according to according to Bulbapedia, you are correct. Man, that's really unfortunate. Um, I mean, it's it, it still just does it still a ton gives of you a super like, effective attack into Dondozo, yes, because otherwise you're not really hitting that thing hard with Liquidation and Brock Slide unless they go Terra Flying in front of you. Which, if they go Terra Flying in front in front of you, you just don't even Terra and you just click Brock Slide anyway and hope that you can avoid earthquakes. <laughs> yep. But uh, a Dondozo answer, it's not the greatest at. I'm Man. more interested in the other rain teams, the ones with Palafin that we see all over the place. Um, if I could specifically find one. Judy's, um, Judy's is interesting. The same Goldingo, Palafin, Amungus, Salamance, Pelipper, King Gambit. Like I like this six. This this six feels very good. Lefty Steel Goldango, Mystic Water Grass Palafin. I like Mystic Water over Choice Band. It lets you do haze, right? Like you have haze, jet punch, wave crash, flip turn. You're only clicking water attacks anyway. Like yeah, like that's all you're really doing. You're have either clicking the versatility. jet punch, or yes. you're clicking flip turn, or you're clicking wave crash, like. For your damaging moves. That's all you're ever going to do anyway. Is one of those three. Why not just have access to all three? 100%. Like, I love this. I love this. I, I'm very much in agreement. Um, Dark Amoongus. Citrus. Citrus Berry Amoongus is interesting. Life Orb. Steel Salamence. That's pretty standard. Damp Rock. Grass Pelipper. You're just going to gloss over the fact that the Amoongus has Leaf Storm. I actually hadn't... I wasn't looking at attacks at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Leaf Storm Amoongus. Man. That's a... That's that, a choice. That's a Dozo counter. <laughs> that's what that is. That is a Dozo counter. <laughs> um, like you said, Salamence and Pelipper, both great Tailwind setters. Um... Steel Terra Salamence is very standard. Terra yep. um, Grass Pelipper is interesting. I could take it or leave it on that one. Not not my first choice of Terra types for Pelipper, I think. I think I would rather just go to something that's like that is just electric resistant. Maybe even ground. Is this like an electric immunity? So the the thought process behind like not specifically ground is because you're setting up rain and don't want to be able to give them a super effective like rain boosted attack into you. Like I I'm assuming. Um, Here's the thing: if they, if they have the, the, if they're threatening you with the water type, you don't need to Terra anyway. Correct. Like you're just like whatever. But yeah. Um. I yeah, wonder. This, this seems what, cool. I wonder what the number of Pelipers carrying Damp Rock is. Probably really high, right? Give me half a second, I'll tell you. Let's see. I would be very happy to know if it's all of them. <laughs> see, there's one, two. This one is Life Orb. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that one? Uh, this is Angel Miranda. Uh, I believe this is top 32, not top 16. Do you have a number? On the page here. 
this is page number 10. 10. Uh, Steel Gold Dango. Yeah, I found it. Lefties, Steel Gold Dango. AV Flying King Gambit. Choice Scarf Grass Water Tauros. Uh, Life Orb Fairy Pelipper. Safety Goggles Fairy Mimikyu. And Citrus Berry Dark Amoongus. Also with Leaf Storm, interestingly. I think that's probably going to become the standard Amoongus set just to counter Dondozo. So what's really sick about this is, like, your your Rain Abuser is Water Tauros. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> just punch them. <laughs> yeah, I, that is honestly fine. You have Chilling Water, Wave Crash, and Raging Bull, all which do different things for you. So, like, depending on what you need to lock into will determine what you lock into. Like, mm-hmm. you are Choice Scarf as well, so you're a base 100 with Choice Scarf means you're very, very fast. Uh, fast Chilling Water is great. Fast Raging Bull is great. Fast Wave Crash can pick up an Oko some, at some place in the rain. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. So it looks like there's uh, five that are not. Uh, five Pelipers out of seven. Interesting. you right. That's... Yep, out of seven. I about to say seven sounds right. I remember counting correctly. Seven sounds correct. There's two Life Orb, one Citrus Berry, um... Let's see. The one eject button. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I believe that's two damp rock or three. You said two life orb, one citrus berry, one eject button. And then that leaves three more. So in, in two were damp rock. So that's there's one random one still. Oh, all right. Hold on. It's fine if we can't find it. It's okay. Yep. Two damp rock, one life orb, three mm-hmm. damp rock. Ah, that's it. There's a third damp rock. One citrus, one eject, two life orb. Yep. Okay. There you go. Three, three damp rock. Cool. Almost um, half usage. Interestingly, this other this other team. With the other life orb is a carbon copy of the the other team as well. Ah. Um, Tauros, King Gambit, Pelipper, Goldengo, Mimikyu, Amoongus with Leaf Storm. Yep. Looks like a a carbon copy. Yep. Um, we would be remiss to uh, not include Chase Taitiki. <laughs> yeah, for sure. In our top well, cut I- discussion. Um, Let's see. Congrats to them. They did a. They played a very amazing game to make it that far. Um, I saw. I saw him on Twitter uh, talking about it. The, the big it, reason it does, why I bring it, it up, does have a rental code up. I I might play this at some point. Uh, the big reason I brought it up is because he's playing Salazzle, which is mm-hmm. something that we hadn't seen a whole lot before a couple about a week ago probably um salazzle really showed up a lot on the liberty note uh top 30 teams from ladder Mm -hmm. and this thing's actually really cool because you have 
you get to essentially do what Lycanroc was doing, but you don't have to have the sand set up. Because you're really fast as you, as you are. Yep, I really... Like, I've seen Salazzle a couple different times, and I'm just like, man, this is this is a really cool piece of tech. I'm a big fan of Endeavor Salazzle. Like, yeah. that seems hot. Like, you are Focus Sash, Fake Out, Endeavor Salazzle. Uh, you also have Overheat and Sludge Bomb to just deal massive amounts of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it has a very good shiny. <laughs> also... Mirror herb, uh, mirror herb Tauros. That's kind of cool. There's, according to what Jay was saying, because he was keeping me up to date over the weekend, uh, there was a lot of mirror herb. Yeah, because people expected a lot of setup, right? Like, you expected Swords Dance, Garchomp, Dragon Dance, Baxcalibur, um, Bulk Up, Annihilate. There's three copies of mirror herb in Top 32, all three of them are on uh, Tauros. It looks like it's two water, one fire Tauros. Ah, cool. Uh, it's really sick. I the believe... fire Tauros is super offensive. Yeah. Uh, we are Raging Bull, Close Combat, Flare Blitz, <laughs> Protect. <laughs> um, I believe the main idea there is you're 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 looking to get like the bulk up off of Annihilate, right? Yep. A and... bulk up, a Swords Dance, like... Anything. Does it copy co- uh, Commander? I do not know. I need someone to theory test, like, to, to test something for me. Because if so, that's the play to beat Don Dozo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, Just, it, 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 it's not, though. That's the problem. It, I mean, yes, they're unaware, and then you're just sad. But... The the perk is like you then have plus two into your defenses as well and can take hits from them. Yeah. It's like column A, you're not doing the damage. Column B, they're also not doing the damage. So you know, whatever. Um the one annihilate in top sixteen belonged to Wolf. Uh he was playing the Choice Scar Final Gambit set. And Terra Grass, which is interesting. See, it looks like there are four Annihilates in top 32. Um, which everyone was expecting Annihilate to do really, really well this weekend. And that just didn't happen. There's a Choice Scarf. There's a Lefties with Bulk Up. There is a Citrus with Bulk Up. Which that is, that team's sick too, because we have Mousehold as well, Ground Talonflame, Water Sylveon, uh, Ghost Meowscarada. Yeah, this seems cool. I'm a fan of it. Um, and then uh, yeah, another another Lefties bulk up. Yeah, Annihilate just kind of fell flat this weekend. Apparently, it just. For some reason, couldn't put up the numbers that mm-hmm. uh, things like Hydreigon, King Gambit, Tauros did. Um, fun fact, there's more Dragonite than there are Annihilate. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I will say that Goldango is the big winner this weekend. Uh, after kind of falling off there, there are 12 copies in the top 16 Dude, it fell off hard for quite a while. 
Yeah, people and... people had kind of figured out, hey, this is how you beat Goldengo. And a lot mm-hmm. of the people that wanted to play Goldengo had to go back to the drawing board. Um, like, there's always going to be the steel, nasty plot, life orb, make it rain Goldengo. Uh, but I've seen Dazzling Gleam Fairy with, like, leftovers. I've even seen the steel set with leftovers that are just playing bulky. You're not really playing any kind of speed investment. Um, and it's interesting looking at what they have done to kind of make Goldengo good again. Um, there's also people playing Scarf with, like, Thunderbolt or Thunder and Power Gem because it has access to both of those. Yeah, that's what uh, Quiver Quiver Dancer was playing. Which, Quiver, if you're listening, can I please play your team? Can you please <laughs> send me the rental code? I love your team and I want to play it. Um, I will say, prize of most unique team in top 16, I think goes to James Evans with their ice, like, Obama Snow, the Titan team. Um... I think the Titan is really, really cool. They did a lot of help to the ice type in general to make it work. And the Titan plus Obama Snow will probably be a lead we see more often as the mm-hmm. format kind of goes on. Uh, mainly just due to the fact that in snow, the Titan's really hard to take out if you're attacking it on the physical side. Um, Obama Snow gets to pretty much set up free Aurora Veil unless you have a way to stop the weather. Which, that's going to become more common as the format goes on, unfortunately, for them. But in those games where it doesn't, free Aurora Veil's really good. I mean, yeah. That's that's the thing, right? Like, when it's good, it's insane. But, unfortunately, like you said, uh, if this event is anything to go off of, Pelipper is going to become more popular. So, I don't know. Yeah, Pelipper, Pelipper is going to be... Pelipper's already popular. Uh, we've seen a lot from Rain teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Heck, when we get to our event, Rain won our event. So, shout out there. But um, overall, uh, San Diego had a lot of cool tech, a lot of cool things out of it. Um, a lot of people were just like were worried that Dondoza was just going to run rampant throughout this entire event. Uh 5 in the top 32 is nothing. <laughs> That's just like very b- below average conversion rate. <laughs> yep. Which like people were talking like people were so worried about Dondoza just being the big bad bully of this of of San Diego and that just didn't happen. It goes to show that every strategy is beatable if people prepare for it the right way. And this format is very wide open still when it comes to terms of what is good, what is broken, and things like that. Yep, 100%. With that, you want to talk about our event, or do you want to just kind of talk what a little bit about it like data wise and kind of if, just... yeah give me two seconds to pull up the 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 data from it but yeah i would i would love to talk about our event yeah so we we also had a uh an event this weekend we ran um our first rumble best of one swiss into 
uh, best of three top cut. Um, we hit 104 players, which is just absolutely absurd. Yeah. Uh, um, triple digits, digits was not on my bingo board of things we would hit this weekend. <laughs> you you and I kind of joked about it last week. You're like, what happens if we hit triple digits? I don't know. We run it anyway. Yeah, we just like, go for it. And uh, Genuinely for, absurd. For all intents and purposes, uh, this went off about as good as I could have expected a first event to go. Yeah, 100%. Um, there was some some issues we had with uh, going from rounds to single elimination for Top Cut, um, mm-hmm. mainly due to the fact that there were two people in Top Cut, I'm not naming names, you know who you are, um, that dropped out bef- just before or just at the end of the Swiss rounds, and I couldn't... Not naming names, <clears throat> I couldn't pull them out, so my top 32 is technically, like, top 34. Oops. <laughs> but we made it work. But, we got we got them in there. We made it work. Um, shout yeah, out. I, I, do, I do want to, like, figure out something with Limitless and be like, hey, is this normal? How do we avoid this in the future? Yeah. Which, uh, that'll be something I have to talk to them about. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kid Flash. Uh First place, uh, believe they uh, they have a ten and two record overall, which I believe it was like seven and two, uh, five and two going into top cut. That sounds right. Yes, because we played top thirty two, so that's thirty two sixteen. That's five rounds. Eight, of four, yeah, three. so that would be uh, five and two. Yeah, five and yeah, two. Cool, cool, cool. So, um. I also want to shout out to the third place, uh, Kakudon. They were undefeated in Swiss. In Swiss? They were undefeated awesome. through Swiss. Uh, That's awesome. They didn't. They did. I don't think they dropped a game until their top eight match. Or it would have been uh, top four, right? No, no, no they, they dropped a game. Oh, game, 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 game. They didn't yep, lose it. a game until top four because they two o top thirty two, two o top sixteen. I believe is what it was and then dropped a game in top eight, but moved on and then lost to a uh, kid flash in top four. So, um, I'm this, it's, this is really sick. Um, so of the like players in top 16, there's like two who are like long time, uh, maybe three long time members of the community. Uh, like there's Padillac who I think is qualified for both of our invitationals. Is yes, that right? Padillac is going for their three peat for qualifying for the invitational. Uh, um, and then of course, Jay, who Jay was giving me updates throughout the day and everything. He streamed his entire run, I believe. Um, who has this sweet, sweet Espartha team that yeah. I'm very excited to like look into and like work with him. Because, uh, you know, he's him and I are both going to Knoxville. We have made it very abundantly clear to each other that we're going to build with each other and hopefully play the same thing. So, yeah, that, uh, that that's always the plus, right, is when you go yeah. to events that somebody is play like you guys work together and build and play with the same thing. Yeah. Um, and this Esparta Annihilate team is it's really, really cool. Uh, I know he's a big fan of our Bolivia. <laughs> he is. He he loves the the little olive tree. Um, 
been playing the heck out of that thing the last couple weeks for sure. Um, Volcarona. He, he also he also has been like a big fan of Azu and Volcarona here lately too. Um, last week for laddering because the ladder wasn't up yet. Jay and I did a best of three for the channel. Um, and I very, I was very, very lucky to get a pair on as Azumar on, on game three. And then we decided it was going to be insane and just like dodge every hit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, oh, uh, it's, it's a very, very good match. And it is the most stereotypical way that Jay could lose a match. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to look at Kid Flash's team. A little bit because we talked about rain a little bit in San Diego and how much Pelipper there was. The fact that there was just a rain team that won our event as well mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Pelipper here, Damp Rock, uh, they were Terra flying, which is something I'm more akin to seeing for Pelipper. Um, Terra Grass, Red Raw with Life Orb, but they played Ice Spinner instead of Terra Blast, which is cool. That is really interesting. So what that does is that gives you a second, like, good way to hit uh, Flying or Dragon Dondozo. Mm-hmm. But it also gives you a way to break this terrain of Indeedee so your Murkrow can, like, function a little bit if it if it needs to. Which, there mm-hmm. theirs doesn't have any, like, direct, like, targeted prankster moves, but there's some synergies there if it did. Um... Here's a throwback. Uh, we're not used to seeing Roar at all. Dude, it is so few and far between anymore. Like, it's, yeah. We saw it a ton in Series 10, right? Because no Dynamax means that you could roar things out and push away mm-hmm. Xerneas and whatever. It works the same way in this game when you just have Roar to push out Trick Room Setters. Yeah, for sure. It's it's as good as you think it is. Yeah. Um, the Serena is Choice Scarf. I love, I love Choice Scarf Serena. Uh, Choice Scarf Serena with U-turn, play rough, low sweep, which is your speed control, which is really yep. cool. And then yep. Power Whip. Um, Power Whip, I think, could also just be Trop Kick. Um. Yeah, I could. I could take it or leave it. I, it could be either one. Uh, and then we have uh, Specs Goldango with Make It Rain, Shadow Ball, Thunder, and Steel Beam. So it's like if you mm-hmm. need to pick up that KO, you just have Choice Specs Steel Beam along with the Terra Steel. That probably hits like a truck. <laughs> oh, I guarantee it. It like we were we were joking earlier uh, about like. <sighs> Someone brought up like bringing back Gigantamax forms in the DLC. Oh gosh! Or it's no. like, so it's like you have Life Orb, Solar Power, Boosted Sun, G Max Wildfires from Terra Charizard. Goodness, please! <laughs> it's no. Like even even Kyogre's fear him. <laughs> Just like um, yeah, that's if yeah, that's that's about on the same power level, right? <laughs> close. Um. One other team I want to look at is this uh, Dondozo team uh, with Tatsugiri, Palmot, Torkoal, Mouskarada, and Gothitelle uh, in the hands of Amnik. Aminko? Aminko? I'm not sure how to pronounce their name. Um, this, This is really cool because it's just like I have 
Dondozo, Tatsugiri, Palma, Meowth, which is a very good four together. Mm -hmm. But I also just have Palma, Gothitelle, Meowth, Torkoal <laughs> to punch yep. things if I need to go trick room mode. And this is kind of what I was talking, I've always been talking about with people with Dondozo is Dondozo, Tatsugiri is flexible enough to kind of just slot into archetypes in certain spots. And so yep, that sounds about right. Huh? I said that sounds about right. And so what ends up happening is you'll see like like the sand Dondozo team with Tyranitar like and Rock plays the sand mode and then it's just Dondozo Tatsugiri. Well, this team has the trick room mode and just has Dondozo Tatsugiri alongside with it. And it's 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 it'll be cool to see like how Dondozo teams adapt and change as the format adapts and changes be because they're just so flexible and so easily slottable into teams. Yep. Um, I don't have any like direct stats for this um, event because we don't have any like actual numbers. <laughs> but we could see yeah, like, it, unfortunately, yeah. There's so many poke like there's 104 teams here that we would have to parse through to collect data on. Unfortunately, uh, we're not going to do that. If you want to see any of it, it is all up on Limitus. It is available to access for everyone. I'm sure VGC Pace, once they get caught up with San Diego, will probably get caught up with this. Um, we were the only other event this weekend, which enough. is really sick. So I thought that was really, really cool. So that brings us to team of the week, right? Yeah, where I got to beat up Jay. It was great. Yeah, you got to uh, essentially because ladder was down, you got to play a best of three to kind of show people how to approach these things going into San Diego. Yep. So uh, this team I played, this was a team I found thanks to VGC Pace because they're absolutely amazing. I appreciate everything they do for the community. Um, this is a team by Boyt. Which Jamie Boyt. I, yes. I was going to say, I'm, I'm like, I cannot remember their first name. Um, in the, in the documentation, it's labeled as stall, which like, I can see why there are definitely like tactics. Like there are definitely parts of this team that I would classify as like stall based. Um, which like historically speaking is not a doubles centric like it, it's not something you can easily do in doubles is have a stall team right yeah um so you have this like strength sap leech seed uh throat spray arboliva you have soft boiled calm mind blissey uh acid armor lefty's gudra and like bulk up Ledge. and then from there it's just like Here's Weavile, here's Quackaval. Let's go to let's go to town. Let's punch some people. <laughs> so like, like you gotta have some damage on your stall. Correct, team. correct. Um things that really impressed me were Blissey. This Blissey was absolutely absurd. I got off a single calm mind and then just like one shot things. And like then I was in a position to get a second one off. Just like, alright, this is over. Um that was that was game two. And game three because it's Serene Grace, I hit the para on his um, on his Azu on turn one as it went for Belly Drum, uh, which is really unfortunate because, like, it might have been a roll um, to, like, put him under 50 to not be able, like, to be able to get his build. Uh, I think it did put him under 50. Citrus brought him up and then it, like, put him down to, like, 
like seven or something. He said just something absurdly low. Jeez. Um, Weavile, that game hit fake out, dodge flame body, uh, then proceeded to dodge heat wave, hit a snarl flinch thanks to King's Rock, dodge a rock slide, and pick up a KO on Garchomp. Jeez. <laughs> so, like, Weavile wanted to prove its weight after, like, I gave it a lot of crap game one because, like, it went for fake out and then died to heat wave. Just like, yeah. oh, that's really disappointing. It, it's a Weavile. If you expect that's, it to live the correct. heat wave, that's a problem. That's correct. Problem. Like, uh, like, understandably so. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm not Sash. That's unfortunate. And then, like, game three is just like, all right, I got this. <laughs> I'll pick this game up. Don't you worry. Um, um, the, I really wanted to, like, get to showcase Quaquafall because, like, I don't think I've had it or Meowskarada on the channel yet. Um, so I'm like, man, I really want this to be good. And, like, I brought it in game one and I think it, like, hit a single attack and then proceeded to get bodied by a plus six Azumarill. It's like, yeah, that, that's fine. You, you did chip damage. Uh, and then games two and three, I left it at home and instead brought Blissey, which <laughs> it tanked a play rough from from Azumarill. And I'm just like, oh, that's okay. unusual, <laughs> but sure. So then afterwards, I went and pulled out the paste. I max defense Blissey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, oh, OK, this is cool. Not surprisingly, least there. Um there's there's some cool tech on this. Uh, I believe when we get the Hesilian Gudra, if we get the Hesilian Gudra, that'll probably be a much better Stallmon. Did Acid Armor used to give plus three? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, I believe it was only help. I believe it was only uh plus two. Well, according to according to Bulbapedia, it's always been plus two. Yeah. But man, I could have I could have swore at one point it was plus three. Ah, maybe. But you not, could also not be crazy, to, <laughs> dude. I I could have swore I'm like, man, this thing is sick. This is why you like because it was one of the few Pokemon that had, uh, like, Muck was one of the few Pokemon that had access to it in Gen 1. Uh, in fact, it was Muck and Vaporeon were the only Pokemon in yeah. Gen 1 that had access to it. I'm about to, to say, it. I remember Acid Armor Vaporeon. That is a thing. I do, too. And for some reason, when we were doing those, uh, like, Gen 1 double battles forever ago, I thought I remember you having Acid Armor Vaporeon in it giving plus three. Ah, But... Nope, evidently I am wrong. Um, I, 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 I do even like the video. this, this Gudra set, though. Yeah, this Gudra's sick. So this Gudra is very, very you're, cool. You're sap sit for Terra Water with Muddy Water as your stab water move when you go to Terra. Mm -hmm. um, but then you also have Acid Armor Body Press. Uh, one mm -hmm. of the cool things about Gudra is you're just so naturally, specially bulky that they have to hit you on the physical side. So with enough acid armors, you just become an unkillable wall. And then you yep. also get access to recovery and life do, which notably heals up the rest of your team too. So it's really, really cool that uh, this kind of unique Gudra set 
Um, I'm not sure if you even like how much you played with it in the best of three, but uh, I brought it every game. Ah, uh, games one and two. It was my uh, game one. It was my Terra. I think game two it was Blissey. Uh, because he had he had Sylveon on his side, mm. and I'm like, all right, well, I just get to Terra here, and you know, I'm gonna click Muddy Water, and Gudra was blind as a bat. Game one, uh, I think it missed three Muddy Waters over three turns, and Oof. got zero accuracy drops. <laughs> that is that is rough. So Poor then Gudra. games two and three, I don't think it missed a single one, and like got a Muddy Water like accuracy drop on like every like. Every turn it hit both of them and got an accuracy drop on, I think, one of them on, on each turn. It heard you talking smack. It's like, and now I gotta Dude, step it, up. This team really did. I'm like, I, I shit-talked Gudra game one. I made fun of Weavile game one. And then those two were just like, all right, we got this. We're fine. We're gonna be fine. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, go check out this team. Check out the laddering episode or the showdown episode. Whatever you want to call it. Um, the games were great. Again, thanks to Jamie Boyd for sharing this team with VGC Pastes, who shared it with us. Uh, go check and, them out. Uh, huge shout out to Jay for taking his time of you know from his day to sit down and play a match. Yeah, Jay's a great guy. I can't wait to you know get the team build with him a lot. I'm about to say <laughs> you could open up a whole new like channel. We could just you could have everybody team building with you and Jay. I probably I I really don't know why we don't just add Jay to ours. Ah, but I because we not... bother him too much. Yeah, I I said the same thing for Baradad. I was like, why don't we just add Baradad to ours? That's very true. Because we just bother him all the time. Yeah, like we t we talk a lot in that in our in our private channel. <laughs> so let's see, we talked team of the week. We talked yep. San Diego events. and events and. Paradox tier list is going to be next week. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, you you messaged me earlier in the week. We're like, hey, by the way, that's what we're doing. I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah, we're gonna do and that. And then like, we're gonna do <laughs> I that. I thought about week. it. I'm like, wait, we have two events to talk about this weekend. <laughs> like we were we were going to be doing San Diego this weekend anyway, but it's like we have plans out for like now for like the mm -hmm. next. Now that events are going, we have things to talk about again. We yeah, have like great. we'll have a surplus of teams for you to play. You can start playing some of the cool things that won events. Um, I know, like you said, you're going to try and maybe get a hold of Quiver Dancer to play their team that they played in San Diego. I think Angelo has already reached out to them. So uh, Obviously, if so, that's awesome. I would love to because I think that team looks If sick. not, we'll get a hold of Chase. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, his his actually has the rental code up. So, so yeah, I'll just message cool. him and be like, hey, are you okay with me playing this? Yeah. But yeah. I think that's a wrap on 149. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, this was uh this was fun. I I enjoyed this. Yeah. So I guess it's time to get out of here. Yeah, I got dinner waiting probably. Probably also same. Um let's see. How do I make my head smaller? I don't <laughs> there we know. Go. That looks better. Um, so yeah, you know, as, as always, thank you all so much for watching, so much for listening. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening over here on YouTube. If you're listening on just one of the audio platforms, make sure you hit that subscribe button 
And, uh, you know, just leave us a five-star review anywhere you can to help us push ourselves against the algorithm as much as possible. Yep. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at LR Lessons. Myself, at MrMissouri25. Carl's at MusicalVGC. You can follow Carl and I both on Twitch as well, at Musical and at MrMissouri25. Um, you can come hang out with us in the community Discord. That's where you can... You know, get to play in all of our events. Yeah, uh, we do. We do have a another qualifier coming up here in uh, another rumble coming up here on the twenty first. Yes, the twenty first. That is uh, next Saturday. So yeah, you not, have not this Saturday, but the Saturday after that. Yeah. Uh, I will not be running that one. I don't know who's going to be running that one yet, but it will not be me because I will not be home. I also will not be home. Well, you work. work. I got. I have a family Christmas that we're doing. Yep, understood. <laughs> family Christmas so, that was overdue and late. So we, we might have a couple people, a couple of new people running it. Or we might just reschedule it to a different day. I don't know yet. Yep, who knows? We'll figure it out. Um, let's see. You can always go ahead and head over to the website. That is lrlessons.com. While you're there, you can go and check out all the articles and stuff we have written up there. Uh, they're they're out ahead. of date, but... <laughs> they, they are. They're, they're from Sword and Shield era, but... We need uh, Scarlet if, and Violet writers. Go. If anyone is interested in writing an article or anything, by all means, please reach out to us. Uh, we would love to get that written and up on the website and everything. Um, you know, I, I might to put out some feelers and you know anyone who went to san diego and wants to like write up a team report by all means please yeah. please reach out we we have the website please let us use it to to put stuff out yeah we so. pay we pay money for this thing let us use it let us let us do uh, do good <laughs> um while you are there you can go ahead and check out the merch page uh that's you know over on uh teespring yeah, we can figure. I'm trying to figure out a way to get it linked to the website, but I think I have to pay money to do that. Well, that's really unfortunate. It would be really <laughs> handy if it's just on the website, though. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is. Um, their stuff is great. I really do appreciate you know everything that Teespring has on their on their site for us. Um, but yeah, you know if you want to go pick up some merch, obviously that's the way you do so. And if you want to support us and aren't able to, you know, pick up merch because for one reason or another, I get it, it it's expensive, life is expensive, uh, but you still want to, you know, be able to support us, uh, you can go over to Patreon because we have a Patreon now. Yeah. And uh, for as little as $2 a month, you can you can help keep our lights on. Yeah. So it really does get help us Get a special out. Discord role. Uh, certain other levels, you get uh, a shout out, which Carter's getting ready to do here in a little bit. Um, I believe the max out is like twenty five dollars. Yep, we have um, two, five, ten, and twenty five. Uh, twenty five comes with a uh, coaching session with Carl and myself once a month. Uh, so that's you know obviously like another incentive. If that is something you're interested in, by all means, reach out to us and get on there. So. Um, we already have one that I'm going to hopefully set up sometime this week to, to get with them and nail all that out. So are we, are we done? Did I hit everything? You just gotta do the Patreon to run out and just get us out of here. Yep. So, uh, special shout outs to our $10 and up tiers. Um, want to give a shout out to Dylan of Paldea 
and Papa Swish. So thank you all so much for the support. Really do appreciate it. Um, y'all have been absolutely killing it on the Patreon. Y'all are great. So I think that's it. Are we out of here? We are out of here. Cool. Thank you all so much. Have a fantastic week. And until then, have a good one. Peace. <laughs>